Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. 7-Eleven is adding a new item to its hot food lineup, Fish Bites. I know they've been busy, but how does the CDC let this slip through the cracks? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but this is nice. If you order the fish bites, they just automatically hand you the bathroom key. <laughs> There's a great way to get the vaccine. Anybody can get it now, and all you have to do is move to Alaska. Alaska became the first state to offer the vaccine to every resident over the age of 16, which of all places, the one state where everyone is already socially distant, people move to Alaska just to be six feet apart from each other. A murder suspect in California was mistakenly released from jail yesterday due to a data entry error. Dibs, said Netflix. 733, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Could this Sunday... Possibly be the last spring forward ever. And are you nostalgic for the days of early quarantine? Mm. It is Thursday, the 11th of March, 2020. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, there are not many things that could get a bipartisan vote in the Senate in this day and age, but there is one. Both Republicans and Democrats really want to get rid of springing forward and falling back. Yes, let's. They want these time changes out of here. They're done with it. Is there any benefit to still doing it? Does anybody know? Well, yeah, that one extra hour of sleep in October when I really could use it. But then you but don't get it. it in March. They take it away <laughs> I know. from you. So they steal the it point? right back. It away. Yeah. There is a new bipartisan bill in the Senate to make Sunday's time change the final one ever in the U.S. And it makes a lot of sense to end the time changes. Standard time might have made sense 100 years ago when it was established to help with train travel. But at this point, the best argument seems to be, well, this is just how we've always done things. Daylight saving time has been connected to fewer car accidents, Mm -hmm. lower risk for heart attacks and strokes, fewer robberies, and less energy usage. I'm good with it. So it's got bipartisan support. If it becomes law before November, we will just stay on daylight saving time for good. No changing in the fall. I do. I do like the longer days. Yeah, during the summertime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never cared about this topic until I had a kid and trying to adjust their life. It takes a couple of weeks. Yes. And it just all of a sudden they're up at 4 a.m. And you're like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. No. I used to. They don't get it. They don't. I used to have to get up in the middle of the night. And change all of the clocks because there was no way that I was going to get away. Time was such a precise thing in our house with Jacob that I would have to. Yeah, he could not see me changing clocks. He could not know. How would you even explain that? We just have to. (laughs) Exactly. There would have been no way to get around it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, this woman was cheating on her boyfriend in a way, just not the way that he thought. There was a 21 or rather uh, 22-year-old woman who anonymously posted a story on Reddit about how her three-year relationship ended recently when her 24-year-old boyfriend noticed that she was making a lot of suspiciously long trips out of the home. So he confronted her last week for cheating on him, and he dumped her. She told him what was really happening. He is a vegan, (laughs) and she was sneaking out to go to McDonald's to eat meat. She was getting meat, just not the kind he thought she was. Exactly right. He didn't believe her, but she swears it's true. Now she's trying to figure out how to prove it. She said, I never thought my relationship would end over something so stupid, but there it is. Well, maybe uh, that's going to be a difficult relationship to maneuver if that's what you've got to do. To yeah. eat what you want to eat. Is yeah. he shaming her for eating? I guess. Meat? Like, just because he's a vegan, you got to be too? That's, he might be one of those. Yeah. Do you think that's cheating? Uh, if you're making up an excuse to do that, I if think I'm there's, lying, a, there's I mean, a little lying. bit of lying there. Yeah. It's lying. I don't that's know if no it's way cheating. To- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But it's yeah. lying. You reclaimed three full days of your life last year, guys, by not sitting in traffic. Instead, you spent them sitting at home. A new survey found the average American only spent 26 hours in traffic last year because of all the pandemic shutdowns and remote working. 26 hours sounds awfully low. In 2019, we spent 99 hours in Mm. traffic. Mm -hmm. So we reclaimed 73 hours or just over three entire days. And the report says that works out to $51 billion in time savings, whatever that means. So definitely, I mean, I'm definitely noticing a lot more cars on the road on my drive oh, into yeah. work. I oh, mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's for me, it's to, back to normal. Back to I don't normal, know or even more. It feels like there's more people on the road. But in the beginning, it was weird, wasn't it? When we came back before everybody, before the rest of the world went back to work, and there'd be like two cars on the road. It was like every day was Kinda Christmas. Eerie. It was I weird. know it was, it was weird. <laughs> hmm. uh, oh look, there's a gas station open. Yeah. <laughs> There are a lot of TikTok, TikTok videos going up these days of people who are actually nostalgic for the early days of the quarantine. In fact, one of them said it was so fun and we were all complaining. Isn't that interesting how our whole perspective of that has kind of changed? You I know? loved it. I thought it was great. I was thriving. I had never had such a great time hanging out at my house. 
ever. Yeah. You know why? Because I never allowed myself to do that because I was always doing stupid stuff all over town. Yeah, and it took the choice, the option away from you, and you had to stay home. Show ended, had a cup of coffee, sat uh-huh. in the yard, watched uh-huh. the birds. Didn't yeah. it get it's old great. fast, no. though? No. no I could have done it for another six months. Seriously? The, yes. yes. The, the great thing for me, <laughs> yeah. the great thing for me is while I still had to come in, I was able to go home at 10.05. Yep. And you lived so close. And I lived so close. one minute to go up the hill because <laughs> there was no, no traffic, traffic yeah. and you got out of work at 10. So I would have a five-hour workday at the most. Right. What would you do with your day? It was glorious. You would just hang out? I would totally out. just hang out. Yeah, I mean, there really was nothing else that I could do. So I do remember your afternoon spritzers with DeWine when you would get your you would wine You your wine out. with DeWine. Yeah, I had a lot of wine with DeWine. <laughs> it was yeah. a daily occurrence. Um, I felt like... Like I knew, like all the TV shows, I was connected to what was on. I was watching. I could binge watch. I could catch up on old movies that were on my long term list. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of voiceover side hustles in the meantime, which surprised me because everybody was doing their COVID training videos. Oh and yeah. All of that. So it was great. And it, the the timing of it, I mean, right at the beginning of spring. I know it was a little cold in the beginning because I I moved oh, yeah. right at that time, and I can remember walking Merley and freezing my butt off, but. It was, I mean, it was springtime and everything was fresh and new and I, the air I, see, I had a different experience just because I feel like, I feel like part of so much of myself and having my own time comes from being and hanging out with you guys every single day mm-hmm. and being around you and feeling your energy. And I kind of thrive off of that to find my own individuality because when I go home, I'm very much defined as you know, not wife, but essentially wife and mother. And that's my role. That's my role at home. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't really experiencing the part of my life that is very much myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was challenging for me. Like in the beginning, it was like all about making it work. And yeah, we got it. We got it. You know, and our village died. Like, you know, when they say it takes a village to raise a kid, it really does in every sense. And then it just went on you. Like you and your partner or you and your other family, you know, you weren't, we weren't seeing anybody but each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we didn't even have a village. And it was just like all of that was very challenging to adapt to. Right. And there are still parents that are dealing with that today, (gasps) still have their kids at home. And they're thriving. And some of them aren't. And it's, I can't imagine. A lot of them aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Cincinnati Public Schools going back, I guess, full time. Finally. Jeez. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? There was one guy who was so bored during quarantine that he built an entire video store in his basement. That's cool. Yeah. And like DVDs, the TikTok videos of this are insane. I guess he even built like a little, uh, adult film section behind the counter. (laughs) The start of quarantine last year coincided with the closure of our local family video, which gave my husband access to a lot of shelving and a crazy idea. He decided he needed a project at the house to keep himself busy. Instead of refinishing our kitchen cabinets, he decided to build a video rental store. The main room consists of shelves that contain our DVDs and Blu-rays, as well as a lot of other random movie knickknacks that he's picked up every now and then. We picked up a drink fridge and we used this counter to house all of our movie snacks and the cash register. Off the main room, he created a viewing room that has two recliners, wall-to-wall shelving of his VHS tapes, 
a Laserdisc player, his retro video games, and more. Wow, look at that. I mean, it looks like a real video store. Yeah, from 1983. He's How even nostalgic. got a, an E.T. in the corner there. Oh, like that's a, awesome. And it, like an exact replica of the E.T. doll. That, I mean, I would be pissed. Like, would you be pissed at your husband or happy he was down there keeping himself busy? Depends. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the day, yeah. Yeah. Remember, you were doing the cabinets? <laughs> God. How incredible. I'll put that up on our Jeff and Jen Facebook page for people to see. That's pretty cool. Meanwhile, there's a uh, there's a stuntman from Chatsworth, California, who sat in a pool of bean dip for 24 hours as a stunt to save his favorite Mexican restaurant from going under during the pandemic. I'm spending 24 hours in this tub of bean dip for Los Toros. I personally <laughs> believe that small businesses are the backbone of the nation. I believe that it is our duty to support them and i just think if we can do that in a a fun way and in a way that encourages other people to um you know bring some excitement to the small businesses as well i think is really really helpful and so i think now is the best time to do it that's uh hunter ray barker talking about why he did it and to your point fritchie about you know having your time 36 percent of people have spent more time in the bathroom than ever during the pandemic that's usually the only place where you can like find a little bit of solitude sometimes right that's exactly what they said you took the words right out of my mouth cincinnati's q102 jeff and jen 752 popsicle is one of those words that's surprisingly trademarked even though it feels like it's been in the genericized trademark zone for decades now it's got that little uh, racetrack logo around it with the little dots, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm, the yeah. word Popsicle. The, the Popsicle yeah. brand. Yeah, the Popsicle brand has been around since the 1920s. Delighting generation after generation with a dessert that's uh, not, not quite as good as any of the other frozen desserts, but it still has its time and place. And from the beginning, you may remember, popsicles came in conjoined sets of two. Do you remember that? Yeah. It'd be two pops, of two course. wooden sticks connected by a flat strip of more frozen flavored ice. Well, and it really put the pressure on to eat it quickly because when you had two attached like that uh, and you were eating it all by yourself, it would melt pretty quickly. And then it would often not break evenly if you were sharing mm-hmm. it with someone that could that could create complications because who got the bigger half? And when it broke, it was like game on. You have to oh, yeah. eat them as fast as possible. Yeah. And that may be why they changed to one stick in 1986. The official word, as stated in the news story in the New York Times, uh, it was that very reason. The double stick created too much of a mess. Kids couldn't lick both sides fast enough. Uh, market research with moms found they widely preferred a single stick version for the sake of the cleanup. And so they did away with two sticks in 1986, and things stayed that way for decades until the randomness of the universe struck in May of 2019 when Justin Bieber, who was born in 1994, eight years after Popsicle eliminated the double stick, posted a tweet lamenting how it was impossible for him to find a double stick Popsicle. You think New Kids on the Block had a song, You're My Popsicle? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? 
So Popsicle seized on the PR opportunity, as businesses do these days, when the social media winds blow favorably upon them and turn it into a challenge. If they received 100,000 retweets, they would permanently bring back a line of double-sticked Popsicles. Well, their tweet just passed that threshold. And on March 20th of last year, just when everyone was totally focused on what was going on in the ice pop industry and had no other more pressing issues on their minds, mm-hmm. uh, they brought back the double-sticked popsicles, and they are still on sale today. How about that? When was How the last that? time you guys dove into one? Well, oh, it's summer. been a long time. Last summer? We usually years. get this, the, have them a lot. the ones in the, like, the, the sleeve. Yeah. Like I they, like those, the blue ones. And you know they make, like, it's like a whole Etsy thing that they make those little holders now. Have you seen they this? They should. Oh, that's brilliant. So it's like a, it's almost like a koozie for your popsicle. And I you like just put it. it down in there and you can hold it. Because that so was part of the challenge hands. that your hand would get so cold. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.